This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. When you start telling me it doesn't matter, then retire. Get out. Tell you what matters. It's Talk of Fame Network, sponsored by GEICO. Just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. And you probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. Our first guest, Kenny Easley, he's going to be enshrined in the Pro Football Hall of Fame this weekend as a member of the class of 2017. That puts him in select company because he becomes just the fourth member, yes, the fourth of the Seattle Seahawks, and only the eighth, eighth safety ever enshrined. Fourth overall pick of the 1981 draft, Kenny Easley had a career that lasted seven seasons, but that was long enough, as you know, for him to earn five Pro Bowl selections, the 84, 1984, of course, NFL Defensive Player of the Year, and a spot on the 1980s NFL All-Decade Team. And we had Kenny on our show in January before the Hall of Fame vote and before Ron Borges presented him to the board, and now we've invited him back for a victory lap. Kenny Easley, first of all, congratulations on your selection, and secondly, Welcome back to the Talk of Fame Network. Well, thank you very much. Uh, first of all, I want to say uh, I thank you guys uh, very much uh, for hopefully uh, voting for me and uh, being a part of that, uh, that senior committee selection. And, uh, and I just want to say thank you very much uh, from the Easley family and from me in particular. Kenny, your, your health issues are well documented. You were forced to retire from football prematurely because of a kidney disease, which you've now battled for three decades. And in the last year, you underwent a triple bypass. You know, I had read where you had become depressed and felt you were losing the will to live at that point. What did that call from the Hall of Fame last August, informing you that you were a senior candidate for the class of 2017, do for your spirits? Well, it did a great deal for it. Uh, uh, I was, uh, you know, I was in a real, in a real funk over. Uh, what had happened. I, you know, if, if it was probably anything else other than my heart, I probably would have dealt with it uh, differently. But, uh, you know, having never been a smoker, I drank pretty much in moderation, uh, just couldn't understand how uh, that had happened to me. And, um, and, and to go through the ordeal uh, of having the open heart surgery uh, and then to stay in the hospital for almost a month it was just uh, uh, unreal to me, and I, I just couldn't get my arms around it, uh, as I usually do with most things that happen to me in life. But, uh, you know, the Hall of Fame was uh, was something that uh, uh, I think I was home two weeks, and I'm sitting, laying on the couch. My my wife and my sister is telling me to, you know, get up and go walking and so that I can strengthen the heart. And you know, I just didn't have any will to do that. I, I was laying on the couch, and then the phone rang, and, I didn't recognize the call, and so I didn't pick it up. And that's that's been my policy always. If I don't recognize the call, I don't pick it up, unless somebody's telling me they they're calling like you guys today. I knew you guys were calling, and then I the phone rang again, and I recognized the the name was Frank Cooney, and uh, he said, "Well, I just want to be the first to tell you, David Baker tried to call you, but he couldn't reach you. But you know, tell you that uh, you're a senior finalist." Uh, for the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I you know, it, it, it just it, it just moved me in a way that I haven't been moved in in, in quite some time. And uh, that very day, I got off the couch and I went walking, and I've been walking every single morning ever since, rain or shine. 
and uh, David Baker called me uh, just a week ago and uh, said, uh, you're going to be the leadoff guy for the speeches. I uh, just want to know uh, what kind of shape you're in. Uh, probably going to be pretty hot out there. If you need to go back backstage, uh, just let us know. Uh, we're here to, to help you. You know, so it, uh, it, 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 it's just been a whirlwind since then. I mean, I, uh, I just can't tell you what uh, it, it meant to be a Hall of, you know, to be mentioned in the breath of, you know, the Hall of Fame group, particularly when you consider that there's only 310 of them and uh, to be number 306 uh, is really special. Well, I want to say, uh, uh, Kenny, as Clark mentioned earlier, and I did have the honor of arguing your case, uh, which is these guys can tell you I've argued unsuccessfully for, for, for a few years in various rooms because I was around the Raiders you know, when you were playing, and Cliff Branch was a dear friend of mine. And a couple years into your time in Seattle, I said to him, so what do you think about Easley? And he said to me, I try not to think about him because it makes me very nervous. <laughs> I've never forgotten that. <laughs> and I, sh- I went to a young kid place for the Patriots. Now, Devin McCourty's the safety. And we are talking about this and that. And I said, uh, uh, you want to see one of the greatest. And this is a true story. I said, you want to see one of the greatest safeties I've ever played, you'll go ask your film guy to get you some uh, video of Kenny Easley. And he said, who's he? I haven't heard of him. I said, well, I'll tell you who he is. Ronnie Lott says he's the greatest safety you ever lived, so you don't have to listen to me. Well, he, to his credit, he went and he got the tape back uh, made for him. And I saw him about four or five days later, and he came up. He said, "Man, if that guy was playing today, he'd be in jail. They wouldn't let him play." <laughs> what does that sort of well, make you? Thing, well, well, one thing for certain, I'd be—I'd definitely be broke. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What do you think when you watch today's game, as opposed to the way you played and and Jack Tatum played, and so many Steve Atwater, so many guys played uh, uh, so differently than they're allowed to play today? Well, look, I understand how you know why the game has changed. Uh, all you have to do is is listen to the reports last week that you know ninety percent of the players that were tested for CTE were you know found uh, uh, to be affected uh, by the disease. So something had to change. There's no question about that, and uh, uh, I, and I understand why the game has changed. The thing that I don't get that that bothers me is. In particular, is the Pro Bowl. Uh, I mean, we used to play football when I played back in the '80s in, in, in the Pro in, in, in the Pro Bowl, and uh, I mean, we didn't play all out, but we tackled each other and we made a game out of it. And uh, a couple years ago, uh, I was watching the Pro Bowl game, and I could not believe what I was watching. And I can't, and and I say it's the league cannot put this on TV as NFL. Pro football, it has no representation as to what we what we do and what we did uh, as football players. And so I wrote a letter to the commissioner, Roger Goodell, telling him that I was embarrassed to watch the Pro Bowl on TV. And uh, you know, during the regular season, the guys play hard. I understand why uh, you know certain calls are made to try to protect that, try to protect the athletes uh, to some degree. I mean, the game is, is inherently violent anyway. And so it's, it's only so much that you're going to be able to do to keep players from injuring themselves. Uh, but I understand the new rules and, 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 and what the referee's trying to do and what the league is trying to do. But, uh, but for God's sakes, I mean, if that's what they're going to put out there as, as a Pro Bowl competition, they need to 
just cut it out completely. You're preaching to the choir, I think, VP. Yeah, we right. feel the same way. It just it's a it's a charade. Yeah, Absolutely yeah. charade. And uh, and and the league should be embarrassed to put that out as indicative of, of pro football. We're speaking with 2017 Hall of Fame inductee Kenny Easley on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us on the web at talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at at talkoffamenet. And Kenny, uh, we, we've heard from many enshrinees over the years that election to the Hall of Fame is a life-changing experience. I know you say that you've been walking every day since your election, and I, I think that's actually I think that's fabulous. I think that's terrific. Other than that, which is a big deal, um, how has your life changed since February when you were introduced as a Hall of Famer? Well, I mean, that's a good question. I don't know how my life has changed. Uh, I, I think I think I'm pretty much still recognized by the same amount of people in Chesapeake that <laughs> that have always recognized me. So uh, there's nothing that's changed there. Uh, people in the in the neighborhood or in Chesapeake still call me by my old nickname, Poncho, and uh, you know I. Got a bus full of folks coming from uh, Chesapeake to the to the uh, enshrinement uh, this weekend, and uh, so not a lot has changed. Um, I think that's that's the benefit of living in a, in a small city. Once people know you, they know you, and and even if you become a pro football Hall of Fame, you, famer, they're they're proud of you. But they're small they're small town people, and they're just trying to make ends meet and and take care of their children and and their families and uh and to them is 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 great that uh, a kid from Chesapeake made it uh but it's, it's not the biggest or the greatest thing to ever happen in their in their lives so uh so not a lot has happened uh, you know it's been uh you know good out in Seattle when I go out to Seattle the people tend to pay a little more attention to it when they see me uh, I was on an airplane coming back from Seattle the other day, and this lady just looking at me. She's sitting sitting across from me, and uh, she finally waited till I got off the airplane, and and, uh, and I'm standing there waiting for the other fellow who was with me. And the lady comes up to me and said, "Are you Kenny Easley?" And I said, "Yes, ma'am, I am." And she says, uh, "Well, I was a fan of yours back in the '80s," and uh, I said, "Oh, thank you very much." So. I get a different reaction in Seattle than I do in Virginia, and uh, and that's okay, too. Kenny, you, you've chosen your former high school coach at Ox, Oscar Smith High in Chesapeake, Tommy Rhodes, to be your presenter in Canton this weekend. Why'd you pick Tommy? Well, Coach Rhodes was uh, was really instrumental uh, to me. When I came to Oscar Smith, well, when I went to Oscar Smith, I was interested in being a basketball player. My favorite player at the time was Julius Irving. Uh, Julius Irving used to play for the Virginia Squires. Uh, right here in uh, Norfolk, Virginia, uh, at the the Scope Arena, and I used to, you know, go to almost every game that I could afford to go to, and I wore number thirty-two in, in basketball because of Julius Irving, and I wanted to be Julius Irving uh, when I got into high school, but uh, you know, Coach Rhodes uh, had me come out and throw some passes, and he says, "Hey, you know, you're you're the best guy we 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 got that can throw the football." So. He put me at quarterback, and I was already playing free safety. And I was only playing free safety then when I got into high school. And he put me at quarterback, and, you know, four years later, almost every school that was recruiting me recruited me as a quarterback. The only school that came to my house and said that we're recruiting you as a defensive back was UCLA. Wow. And uh, my decisions came down between UCLA and Michigan. 
And Bo, Bo Schembechler came over to my house, and he's talking about me playing quarterback and being the next Michigan quarterback and going to the Rose Bowl and winning Big Ten championships. And I finally got up the nerve to tell him that I didn't want to play quarterback. I wanted to play free safety. <laughs> and uh, he, I mean, he almost went ballistic on me. Saying, you know, you mean tell me you're telling me that you don't want to play quarterback at the at the finest university in the, in the nation? He said anybody can play free safety. <laughs> and, so, and uh, I said, well, coach, I want to play free safety. And so he left the house in a huff and uh, and never said another word to me after that. And uh, so the next day, uh, you know, I I said I'm going to UCLA. Um, <laughs> But uh, Coach Rhodes was really instrumental in, 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 in understanding what he had uh, in me uh, and, uh, and that, uh, you know, I could play the position of quarterback. Not only that, Coach Rhodes was, you know, whenever I went on a recruiting visit, uh, he was always uh, debriefing me when I came back. You know, what do you think about the coach? What do you think about the school? Uh, what do you think about the educational background? But, uh, you know, he was a big part big, big part of my development as a young player and uh, as a young student. Hey, Kenny, Kenny Easley, we've got to run. Yeah. But th- thanks so much for the time. Congratulations on your election, and we're going to see you this weekend in Canton. Congratulations. All right. Thanks, Kenny. That was thanks, Kenny Easley, who will be inducted to the Pro Football Hall of Fame this weekend. And this, well, this is the Talk of Fame Network. We'll be back after this. Now, the reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. We're also brought to you by Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper and get a local or toll-free number or just bring your own. To see how it works, just go to grasshopper.com.